This is the Closing Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Dustin Huffman. We're on the phone right now with Bill Moore of Price Futures Group. And, Bill, what did we see coming out of today's trade? A lot of good, Dustin. A lot of good today. Uh, one of my favorite days, uh, green. Not only green, but double-digit green. So it's, uh, it's a good day for the, for the uh, grain farmers uh, out there. And uh, makes me happy to see a higher market and a couple of reasons why. Um, the biggest thing would be uh, last night that, you know, the crop ratings uh, came out um, uh, surprisingly low. Uh, actually, the good excellent in the corn was 55%. Uh, and, uh, so that's, uh, that's pretty low. It went down a couple of percent and that's the second lowest good excellent rating we've had in the last 10 years. So that definitely got the market's attention left to a gap and go. And, and fueling that was the, um, early returns on the pro farmer tour, which were, uh, less yield than they thought. Uh, South Dakota is a good example. 118 bushel per acre is down 20% from last year. The USDA forecast is 147. So some of the states got really hit pretty hard, and the, the Pro Farmer Tour, which is a granddaddy of, the tour, of all the tours, is uh, highlighting that. And that, that coupled with the drop in the crop readings uh, got these, set these markets on fire today. Yeah. Up double digits across the board, 25 up in corn, wheat up uh, 17, uh, soy's up 30. Uh, just a nice day uh, at the Board of Trade. Um, also, the beat, the beat, the pod counts in uh, the South Dakota uh, early tour were under last year. So uh, um, that's that's pretty much the story of today. Uh, now, there's a good chance these yields will get a little better as this crop, you know, the tour goes east to middle and west to middle, and they come up with final numbers on Thursday up in uh, uh, Minnesota. Uh, so we'll see how they come out. But the early returns are less than uh, – are disappointing less than they were looking for. Um, so there was some demand news too, uh, mostly the soys, uh, I think it was 100,000, 110,000 tons to uh, to China. So that was good. Not a lot, but uh, any we'll take any little uh, export we can get. Um, so uh, particularly impressive, of course, looking at the chart of the corn, uh, corn markets made a nice uh, chart move today. Um, and it took out the previous highs. Um, <clears throat> corn was all the way down to five under 570 back in uh, mid-July, and now we're up here at six uh, sixty, almost a dollar move uh, just in the last um, last about four or five weeks. And if it closes here, it'll be the highest close these corns had going back to uh, mid mid to late June. So pretty significant. Um, and I think impressive when you consider the adversity the corn's dealt with just in the last two or three weeks, starting with the corridor reopened. That was not good news for supply. I mean, that means more supply. A lot of people skeptical that would uh, even fly, and it actually has worked pretty well in a war zone. A lot of ships uh, going out every day or every week and more adding more supply to the global uh, situation. Uh, but markets overcome that. Also, the China slowness. In the last week or so, they've had some pretty bad economic numbers out of China, forcing them to drop their interest rates to try to re-stimulate the economy. So that reminds people of uh, how slow it is in China economically, and not good as they buy so much from us uh, in terms of grains. Um, 
And finally, the macros, uh, particularly yesterday, took a major hit. Uh, stock market was down 600. The U.S. dollar was uh, 60, 70 higher. And uh, the crude oil was down pretty hard. Now, they have reversed a little today. Dow Jones is still down. But the crude's back up three and a half dollars and dollars lower. But yesterday, not the case, but still the market was able to shrug that off. Uh, the stock market hit a little bump in the road yesterday because they do have the uh, uh, economic conference in Jackson Hole later this week. Um, and uh, reminding people we're still not out of the woods as far as interest rate increases. The inflation numbers from last from this month were under the previous month, like 8.5 versus 9.1% CPI. But still, uh, there's concern that we they need to ratchet up these rates to control inflation. They're still talking a half, a half to three-quarters of a percent by the end, end of September. And the market's worried about that, and that's why it took the hit yesterday in the Dow Jones. But it did not impact the grains. So the grains pretty much going on, uh, and what it should go on, which is pure fundamentals, which means disappointing yields in the early uh, uh, stages of the crop tour and uh, a crop rating which is the lowest we've seen in about 10 years. Livestock-wise, um, the uh, market's been a roller coaster ride today. It's down 80 right now. And the hogs, at one time, it was up uh, almost $3. Uh, the cattle kind of holding steady. Uh, hog market appears to put in the top. If you look at the chart of October cattle, October hogs, that is, it's pretty nasty chart. Uh, market was made new highs just about seven or eight days ago, and then it like it fell off a cliff, the market dropped a hard, almost a $10 drop in about a week's time. Uh, market just got too high and demand kind of dried up. And as well, uh, the, the spread between pork and, and beef got narrow enough that the beef started getting some favor, uh, getting some favorable nods. In fact, the kale is taking over the upside leadership of the meat complex right now. With that big break in the hogs, the kale market held their own, and they're not too far from the highs. Uh, they benefit from the high price of pork, which met these steaks. The steak prices look pretty good to the consumer. And also, uh, the consumer's got more money in his pocket with the price of gasoline coming down over a dollar in the last two or three weeks. So, Kale Mark, a new upside leader, a little stall out today, but just a few dollars from the highs, and it may take those highs out here in the next two, three weeks. All right, Bill, a lot of great information. If folks want to talk markets with you or get hooked up with your newsletter, how do they do that? 630-947-5176-WMortPriceGroup.com. Sign up for my newsletter, Agmaster. It's a complimentary letter. Or the company website, www.pricegroup.com. Uh, check out the bios and Jack Scoville and myself. We've both been here at Price a long time. We'd love to help you out. All right, Bill. Well, thanks for the insight. We'll hear from you again tomorrow. Uh, it's a pleasure, Dustin. You have a good day, young man. September corn is up 26 and a half at 660 even. December up 26 and a quarter at 655 at a quarter. September soybeans up 39 and three quarters. That's at 1566 and three quarters. November up 25 and three quarters at 1461 even. Soy meal up $10.90 at 431.70. Soy oil up 67 cents at 67.69. December Chicago wheat 12 and a quarter higher, eight dollars and a half cent. Minneapolis up 11 and a half at 9.12 even. Kansas wheat up 13 at 8.79. December oats up 18 and a half at 4.08 even. October live cattle up a dime at 144.60. September feeders $1.90 lower at 182.45. Lean hogs down $1.07 at 92.90. Pork cutouts down $1.32 at 103.30. Class 3 milk down a penny at 20.08. 
Thanks again to Bill Moore of Price Futures Group for joining us here on the Closing Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters.